Ladies and gentlemen, all rise. Court is back in session, and oh, folks, we got a whopper for you today. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Devil's Do. I am your host, Carl Duty. With me, as always, is a man who may not be as fast as Sonic the Hedgehog, but he certainly isn't on as many steroids as Sonic the Hedgehog apparently is. Mr. Drew Celestino. <sighs> Sonic is so swole. Are we going to talk about that? We, do, do, do you want to lead off with that? All right. Full disclosure. I never liked Sonic, so we're just going to get that out of the way. Okay. But at least I can appreciate, you know, the history, so, the, history yeah. the, the legacy. What's, what is, what's that poster? <laughs> Dude, that is going to be unsettling. They're it's, going to frighten children it's, and it's, offend adults. It's like if Sonic was a was a, a gym bro. I, I I I why? Who asked for that? This is making Detective Pikachu look like prescient. You know, like <laughs> wow, they really nailed Detective Pikachu. Look at Sonic. Oh my god! Oh, dude. Yeah. What are they doing? It's it's uh, so Sega of them though. Yeah. <laughs> It really is. They're oh. constantly trying to reinvent the wheel with Sonic. He's not... Never mind. I don't want to get into a whole thing here, but you know why they keep trying to do that? Because at, at its core, they want Sonic to be a bigger thing than he really is, because ultimately the games aren't that good. Sonic is a pretty big thing. I know, I mean, but it's not as big as they want it to be. So they keep trying to find a way to keep it around, because yeah. they feel like it has to be kept around, but like, dude... It's not that good. <laughs> I, I know you want. I know you want it around, but it's just not that. It's not that good. If it were, you wouldn't have to tweak it so much to try and keep it around. It would just have lasting impact on its own. Uh, anyway, right. hi, hi. Sonic has weird muscles and sneakers. <laughs> It's so swole. He's all jacked and furry. Swanick. It's like they put a furry costume on a dude. I'm on like a, a ripped dude. On a, on a on a yeah, like a jack. Running, running dude yeah this is gonna be terrible can't wait to see it <laughs> can't wait to see the reveal <laughs> all right sir on to our opening statements how was your week not too shabby um nothing too uh eventful that i can recall I'm just getting some christmas shopping done mostly online because yeah i i dare not venture to the mall yet there will be the time for that but yeah it's not come yet mm-hmm. um I've been dealing with uh, the dog. Some of the dogs kind of got sick this week, so it's Ooh. been uh, some sleepless nights letting them in and out of the house as they excrete uh, yes. a very liquid form the of excrement. Things. So uh, they're getting back to health, but um, yes, yeah, yeah, the Charmin waiting for them when they come in. Oh, dude, I'd figure on Huey definitely. No, he's he's actually okay, fortunately. Okay. But the girls are having some issues, so it's been like every couple hours waking up. Dude, they they get up more than Grant does. <laughs> <laughs> I go to work and I'm like, Hi, how's it going? I'm like, I'm tired. Like, oh, baby. I'm like, nah, dogs. Dogs. Sick dogs. It's way worse. Anyway, um, so Friday evening, um, I we did not do games. No. Uh, so I ended up watching two more episodes of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yes. Uh, still great. In fact, I find um, the, the two movies that we watched were, I mean, obviously it goes without saying, terrible <laughs> well yeah but um it's mystery science theater 3000 yeah but they're terrible in that perfect mystery science theater 3000 way where yeah. they're just like 
good for riffing on. And I felt like in the two uh, movies that uh, I watched, they they slowed the pace of the riffs down a bit, which was my yeah. big critique over the first revival season and the first few episodes of the new one. It uh, they just they they go too fast. They try to just they don't let jokes build or linger. They just kind of rapid fire. Yeah, and it's like okay, slow it down, slow it down. Let it breathe. Earn the joke. You open the bottle. Let yeah. it breathe. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're slowing down a little bit. Um, anyway, cool. Saturday, um, I ran some errands. And I did do some shopping with Grant um, briefly. Can't disclose what that was just yet. But uh, it's not like Jen listens to the show. You don't know that, sir. Um, so yeah, we went out. Dude slept mostly, but it was you know worked out nicely. Yeah. Um, got that done. Came home. Uh, mad dash to get the house uh, in order for Jen's uh, rescue group Christmas party here at the house. Ah, so I made a batch of beer nog first of the season. I didn't have any. I've been uh, watching the intake of the calor- the, the caloric mm. factor. So I'm um, being on my best behavior. My logic is everyone's like, "You do the holidays a terrible time to diet." Blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah. "No, this is the best time." If I can survive the holidays, hey, yeah, get through get through the worst part. And the it. cakewalk, it's a cakewalk after that. No pun intended, because cake yeah, is yeah. obviously not in the cake. Menu. So yeah, cut back on beer big time, um, and just meal prepping, uh, and you know, back on the yoga mat too, a few times cool. this week. So that was pretty good, pretty pretty good. I uh, housed a whole bunch of episodes of Big Mouth last night. Yeah. <laughs> um, Show is amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing, um, and that's really about it. We are just weeks away from Wrestle Kingdom thirteen, January fourth. So, uh, yeah, Christmas comes twice, sir. <laughs> nice. So there you go. That's that's my week. How's your week? Uh, my week, uh, you know, kind of industry standard of what my weeks have been lately. You know, job hunting. Mm. Had a couple interviews and some. You know, some possibilities out there, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Friday night, uh, my church had their, uh, I guess, quarterly game night. Okay, yeah. Um, so I went to that, and that was a good time. Uh, I got to got to blend some kittens, and uh, got to play Islebound again, so that was fun. Cool. Um, then didn't do much over the weekend. We celebrated my brother-in-law's birthday. And I had French press coffee for the first time. You've been oh, on about this. It was it was inspiring. Um, so definitely once um, funds are flowing freely again, I will definitely be looking into getting one. I actually saw, I was looking, pricing them out on Amazon. They have an R2-D2 French press coffee. I'm like, you know, I love Star Wars. This is well documented. Um, but I now... Now, I, no? I want my coffee to be my coffee, mm. my Star Wars to be, you know, everything else. I mean, R2 has dispensed drinks in the past. This is true. It's true. We've seen this. Yes. I've even got a Funko Pop of it. There you go. Um, so, but yeah, I'm kind of realizing I want to learn more about the brewing and roasting and different techniques of coffee. I want to develop that craft. Sure. Um, so, yeah, there was that... Uh, Sunday. I want to think. No, I didn't do anything. Oh, I know I'm forgetting. Something. Yeah, no. Sunday was the night we celebrated my brother-in-law's birthday. Um, and then last night, 
Julie and I went with William to Iron Buffalo and to do some Christmas shopping mm. for our, our nieces and nephew. I'm going to say both just because I don't know if they listen to the podcast and whatnot. I'm not going to say what I got them. Good. Good. Um, Good call. And we decided to hang out and have some coffee and, and play attempt to play a board game. Uh, we attempted to play the Choose Your Own Adventure game, mm-hmm. uh, but William was was not having it. He, <laughs> he was, chose like, to He was just behave. all over the place, and we're like, all right, that's fine. Uh, but it was fun because like it was his first trip to iron buffalo so i put him in his you know his iron man onesie and everything <laughs> uh friend of the show will uh the owner sure operator loved of buffalo loved it it was great um and stay tuned folks we uh, might have some live shows there coming up in the very foreseeable future uh so yeah that was pretty much my weeks dear listeners if you would like to tell us about your weeks you would like to send us any questions or comments to the show to be right on the air, you can do so at the following locations. You can follow us on Twitter at Devil's Do Pod. You can go to Facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. Give our page a like. You can email us at the Devil's Do Pod at gmail.com. Or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, thedevilsdopodcast.com. Drew, that being said, we do have some emails. All right. All right. First email uh, is from Mr. Tim Book. Oh, boy. He said, thanks for answering my question. However, the answer you gave is wrong. It is whoever told, told you, whoever told you that is a liar. Just like other mammals, Tony Fela can be mean or totally awesome. If you read Tony's website, <laughs> tf. Please give the URL, please. Timbook.net. tf.timbook.net. Real website. You would know that. I think all your listeners should go there. There you go. Shout out to Dan Lehman. Bang. Diversify your bonds. Wu-Tang is the greatest. Thank you, Tim. I just... Dynamite dropping. Yeah. I totally... Tf, tf.timbook.net. Yeah. I totally lost the ability to read... In that email, so I, I, sorry yeah, you okay that, there? Sorry. You having a stroke? Yeah, you know, you know, it's possible. <laughs> okay, maybe. Okay, yeah. um, okay. So, uh, next email, uh, returning contributor uh, Cyrus Moore. Hey guys, while well, I'm saddened at the news that Daredevil has been canceled, I'm grateful that your show will continue on. Not unlike Celine Dion, our hearts will go on. Can can, can we not be like Celine Dion though? Like something else, maybe? I mean. If it involves getting Celine Dion money, I'll sing that song to the... Will you, though? To get paid what she gets paid to sing that song? Yes. Okay. Good luck. Didn't say I'd do well. I'm just saying. (laughs) Uh, I found your show by searching specifically for Daredevil podcast. Admittedly, in the beginning, I was frustrated that only a small portion of the show was dedicated to episode discussion. Mm. But as I kept listening, I began to enjoy the format, embracing all things nerd culture, and I'm happy to see it continue. All right. Um, yeah, like early on, we I think you and I realized pretty quickly that episode breakdown is not going to take that long. And if we try to stretch it out, it's not that really long. It just purpose. doesn't doesn't sound good. 
Um, I have an idea for a segment of the show that you might do from time to time. Call it the Devil's Due Draft. Now, I'm sure, like I'm sure Drew's ears just perked up. No, like I'm not talking about beer. No, oh, okay. I know. I like drafts. I like I like the draft format as well. Go on. Anyway, you candy start a, draft. <laughs> candy draft. Anyway, you start a segment by choosing what you're drafting. For example, let's just say Marvel superheroes to fight pre-selected crisis. Carl Drew face off, or you can include a guest serpentine draft style where the last pick each round gets the first pick next round. Each of you pick your teams, and then you can have fans vote for who wins via poll or email. Lots of possibilities in a segment like that. Um, anyway, I've drawn on long enough. Let me know what you think. We, we, we already have the candy draft in, in we, the works. We do have the candy draft. I think kind of what Cyrus is alluding to here, though, is actually something that came up in our chat this week with Alan. Because Alan was kind of, you know, trying to be an instigator. Saying like who, he does. Saying who would win in a fight, Ryu or Liu Kang. And that's actually going to be news that we get to later in the show. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I think it was just like, you know, I, those I, those what-if fights. Yeah, I kind of pointed that out after we after you and I had our fun little back and forth. Yeah. Uh, it's ultimately silly because different universes play by different rules. And, you know, the whole who would win in a fight hypothetical is just playground posturing. I, I'm comfortable. I mean, it's fun it's to have fun a, a until once in a while. It gets yeah. mean spirited. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Cyrus we'll did, did send in a couple other questions. Okay. These are really good questions, actually. I really like these. Um, what are both of your favorite moments from a bad comic book movie? Oh. And then conversely, what are your least favorite moments from a good comic book movie? Oh, I wish I had time to prepare for this. <clears throat> well, let's see. Um, why don't you go first <laughs> while I think about um, this for a moment? I'm not sure if it's my favorite moment from a bad comic book movie, but probably the most redeemable moment from um, a really bad comic book movie. Uh, the scene from Spawn... When he's standing on top of the building and the cape is in full McFarlane mode. Sure. It's just like an establishing shot for a couple of seconds. And it's gorgeous. Okay. And it's like McFarlane on the screen. And yeah, I'm not the biggest McFarlane fan. Um, but that was just a really cool scene in a really, really bad movie. All right. Um, I can't think of my least... Favorite moments from a good comic book movie? Hmm. Probably, it's probably, um, probably in Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. He's, the whole scene where he's driving the car. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You're Spider-Man. You don't drive cars. I unless mean, it's the spider buggy. I mean, if, if, all right. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to get into arguments about it. Okay. Good stuff. Um, let me think. Immediately coming to mind, um, bad scenes and good comic book movies. Uh, I never liked the scene in the first Spider-Man movie, Tobey Maguire, yeah. when Aunt May's praying and Green Goblin busts in and they do that whole like prayer thing he's like finish it Rawr! and she and yeah. he, he makes her finish the I, I thought that was rather silly uh kind of bugged me it was weird and over the top and a little 
Okay, bit much. Let's dial it. Yep. You're, you're about a, you're about a twelve. We need you at about a seven here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then a good scene in a bad comic book movie. Hmm. Well. I, I'm not super fond of the Punisher, the Tom Jane Punisher movie. Yeah. But there are moments in it that are kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, when they fall down the stair. Well, the whole fight with the Russian, for instance, oh, yeah. Kevin is great because it's more or less off the page. And that kind of made me laugh. And they like fall down the stairs or whatever. And like, I think someone looks at him and he just goes like, I'm fine. He's not. <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, but that movie's not good at all. No, it's not good. But like, it's it's a good cast and a bad script. Yeah, I'm um, always down for Travolta playing a villain. I'm trying to think of what else would be a good scene in a bad. I think my movie. favorite scene. In, Anything from, with Favreau in the in the Daredevil Affleck movie. Yeah, but I think from that Punisher movie, I think my favorite scene is towards the end when he like he's doing all the shooting in the office mm-hmm. and he goes to the son travolta's son yes and makes him hold the grenade the grenade yep and then like it pays off you know he when goes, he's like he's revealing the whole like plot to travolta he's like i made you kill your son boom both, both of, of them, them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's good that's so good then it was immediately ruined by the 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 car or the parking lot skulls Remember the remember the cars? Yeah, the, because because even by that point, that logo in fire motif was played yeah, it, out. Folks, it worked once, 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 once. Yep. All right. Yeah. So Cyrus, thank you very much. Yeah, we, could, your, we could probably make that a running segment: picking out good, good and bad, and bad and good. Yeah, that that would be a segment that I could I could go for. Um, all right. From a uh, friend of the show, Adam. Uh, Adam says, happy early birthday, Carl. Aww. Thank you very much, Adam. I appreciate it. Uh, the world is more interesting because your mustache is a part of it. Yeah, about that. About that. that uh, the mustache was getting kind of uneven and not sell. I couldn't make it look as dynamic and as amazing as it deserved to be it's like that episode of seinfeld where jerry accidentally shaved his chest yeah so the mustache has <laughs> retreated into the beard to regain its strength uh-huh but it will come back okay good it will come back uh would you ever consider doing a live watch through of a daredevil of the daredevil finale and give us the recap as you go or maybe do it right after you watch together would be fun to see you guys give feedback to the series. You know, we we toyed with that a couple times when we were starting out the show, and it just kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier: is that like if your commentaries are cool and all, but a lot of times you can kind of have like dead air where yeah. you just find yourself watching it. Right. I think like the first episode we ever did, we had the episode of Daredevil on as we were recording. And there were a lot of times where we just found ourselves just like watching the episode. So commentary, I mean, it would have to be something we're really, really familiar with, like a film or something that we could do a commentary to. Um, I don't know. Maybe the last episode of Daredevil. 
I don't know. Maybe. I, um, it's tough because, like, like you said, dead air is dead air. And I, I would yeah. hate to disappoint anybody by just, you know, silence. <laughs> yeah. Um, he goes on to say, let's play the modern board game and comic book hero match game. I name a comic book hero and you name a modern board game that you think would be their favorite. Mm. Okay. So we've got here. This is the list. Uh, the Punisher, Spider-Man, the Riddler, Thor, and Daredevil. Uh, Thor, I'm just going to say Blood Rage. Probably, yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah, close to home there. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Punisher, Cash and Guns? Um, I guess so. I'm not a big fan of Cash and Guns, but Frank might be. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Guns. Are there any 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 like military themed board games? Oh, there's plenty. Um, one of those. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what, which one. Probably Memoir Forty Four, Heroes ba- of Normandy, Battleship. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, the Riddler. Ooh, it's got to be a puzzle. Pursuit, I think. No, <laughs> no, it's got to be a puzzle. I got nothing for puzzles. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe something like, you know, Lanterns, Sagrada, or, you know, Azul. Something along those lines. I, I'm, I'm going with Azul for, for Matt Murdock, actually. I was going to leave Matt for last and be like, dude can't see. That's why, that's why it's yeah, funny. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> we were both going there, but you jumped the gun. Dang Sorry. it. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. Spider-Man. Hmm. 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 I believe Spidey would like a lighter fare. Kittens and blunders. Nah, it's a little dark for Spidey. How? I bet you Frank would dig kittens and blunders. Frank strikes me as a cat guy. Nah, he's a dog guy. That too. Well, um, he's a friend to all animals. He was in the seminary. You know what? Spidey <laughs> would probably always be down for Catan. Only because he's so busy. Like, always kind of getting caught, pulled away to do Spidey stuff. You gotta be kind of involved to play Catan, though. Yeah, but, like, that's the only one he'd ever want to play because it's the only one he ever had time to learn. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. All right. There you go. Any others you think would be fun to pair up? Um, have you fellas been to Chick-fil-A yet? No. Nope. I'm good. <laughs> it's it's I'm all good here, man. It's chicken. chicken. My, uh, my, ch- I'll, come, on, come on over. I'll make you chicken. Yeah. My, my Several friend, marinades I had. My friend Jim raised a valid point about the uh, the opening day lines to Chick-fil-A. He said, he, I think he posted on Facebook, there's like a two hour or something wait for Chick-fil-A. You could drive to Erie. Whereas I'm over in Kentucky Fried Chicken where there's a two and a half to three minute wait. Yes, there is that. But yeah, yeah if you really want Chick-fil-A that badly and you're going to wait in a two hour line, drive to Erie, Pennsylvania. If I'll, there's one right there, you I'll, could get it. I'll try it when the novelty wears off. You're not missing. I'm sure it's yeah. perfectly. It's it's fine. That's all it is. Yeah. Remember when Sonic was? Oh my god! Line for days. I could walk into Sonic right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, do you guys ever have bloopers from your recordings? Maybe fun to put together a compilation of some <laughs> of the funniest moments of your show. Could be fun to relive and hear some of your moments over the years. You'd be surprised. Uh, no. No, yeah. It, you guys get like 99.8% of the show that is laid down, recorded. 
it's rare that we botch so badly that we have to go yeah. back and fix things. Or Usually, if it's something like that, it's a technical problem. Yeah, and those are scary. Yeah, they're, they're not fun. You don't want to hear that. That's yep. that's uh that's that's like. Please tell me the interview recorded kind yeah, of stuff. Exactly. <laughs> Fortunately, we have yet to lose. Yeah. An episode or an interview. Yeah, you so. guys get pure, unfiltered. Devil's D. There you go. Well, we we filter ourselves. Well, we we censor ourselves. Yes. So, all right, Adam. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Now on to Mister J. Gelsomino. No Alan this week. That's just unfortunate. Miss Allen's emails. Carl and Drew. You're on, you're in peril and need to be saved. Who's your big match in air quotes hero that you trust to always save the day and get you out of this jam? I don't get what his question is. Big match hero. Is this a wrestling question? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't get it. I don't get it either. So I'm just going to assume what wrestler does he want to save us? To save us? Uh, 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 um, I, you know what? If I'm in a jam and I need someone to come in and clean house and save and save the day in in grand fashion, I'm going with the Sandman. He's going to make a great entrance. People are going to go nuts, okay. and he's going to come in with a kendo stick and save the day for me. And then, okay. then he'll slam beers into his head. All right. And probably do drugs afterwards. I'm not partaking in that. I'm just telling you what he's going to do. Okay. Um, I'm going with RoboCop. Okay. Because... He, he saved Sting that one time. He did participate in a wrestling match. He sure did. It was so. really stupid. He didn't participate in the match. He saved Sting from a cage. This is a thing that happened. WCW was very weird. So he didn't get in the ring? No. That that suit wasn't (laughs) those ropes, dude. (laughs) He can barely move. He's lucky he made it to ringside. Was it Peter Weller in the suit? No. Oh, God. God, what if it was? Oh. No way. Which one was that promotion of? Two or three? I have to imagine two. Yeah, it had to be two. Remember back back in the day when you could, like, market R-rated stuff to kids? Yeah. 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 Man, the 80s were cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) since he never got in the ring, I guess I can't pick RoboCop. No, he he Um, was on the show. That counts. He was on the show. Uh, My my other choice would probably be uh, Roddy Roddy Piper. Just because. Okay. I mean, he's dead, but, you know. That's what would make it all that more impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Okay, Drew. We are inching closer to Wrestle Kingdom 13. We are. Do you feel the build has been hampered by the Elite not being around for almost two months? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Yeah, a little bit. I feel like they're kind of limping to Wrestle Kingdom this year, and that's a shame. But at the same time, for as, as weak as the build has been, tickets, tickets are allegedly selling very, very, very strong. And if on paper... The card is ridiculous and probably one of the best cards top to bottom they've I've ever seen in my fandom yeah. of New Japan. It it's stacked. It is a stacked card. There is not a dud match on the card. 
it's going to be a show. Like I'm, I let's let's go. <laughs> but yes, the elite being gone for two months has definitely been kind of a kind of a problem. But I'm not going. So I'm also not one of those NJPW fans, and they do exist that are out there chirping that the elite ruined New Japan. See, see what happens is when when something gets a little too popular, the the uber the uber fan has to turn on it. So that's where the elite is now. They're in that they're in that crossover phase where they've gotten too big. They're they're too cool now to be ours. Now they're everybody. So I can't I can't like them anymore. It's fine. It's totally fine. We're all fine here now. Yes, don't don't worry. It's going to be great. I promise it's going to be great. And if the elite leaves, New Japan will be fine. Ring of Honor is going to be in trouble, but New Japan will be fine. Okay. All right, Carl. Is there a franchise that you would like to see get a board game treatment a la X-Wing? So I'm assuming he's referring to like a miniatures mm. type game. Funny thing is like they just came out with a Battlestar Galactica. Uh, okay. Game like X Wing, uh, miniatures, any ships though, flight, combat, and I've now I've not I'm not by any stretch a Battlestar Galactica fan. Not that I don't like it, I've just never watched it. But I watched videos of the game and like explanation of the game. The thing is a hot mess. Mm. Like one of the reasons I think X Wing beyond its its license of what it is. One of the reasons I think it's pro- proliferated for so long is. The game is very easy to pick up and play and learn. And this like new game that came out, I'm just like, ugh, this is just hot, hot mess. Um You know what? You know what would probably make a fun like miniatures war style game? Uh Starship Troopers. Okay. Bunch of crazy space marines versus bunch of crazy space bugs. Or maybe like an alien game. Alien Dungeon Crawler would be really cool. That I could see. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Alien Dungeon Crawler. With, Starship Troopers. With Predator expansion pack. Without, without, uh, uh, oh God, why, why, what's wrong with me? Why don't I, I know it's this. I can't read, you can't talk, and we got a long show still oh, ahead of us. Oh God, I'm, I'm so bad. The director of Paul Verhoeven. Oh my God, yeah. thank you. You forgot the director of RoboCop? I totally blanked out just there. That's terrible. Dude. You want a blooper? There's one right there. <laughs> Without Paul Verhoeven, I just don't care. No one should care about Starship Troopers. <laughs> and if you thought that that, that that movie was like serious, you, you got problems. <laughs> <laughs> you, missed the, you missed the satire, my friend. You missed the point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Okay, so that does it for our emails. Thank you, all of you who contributed. You always give us some fun stuff to think about. Now on to what is probably going to be the bulk of this show is the news. Um, oh, true. This is a busy week. Well, got just, a lot to go over. Just uh, pick right. your spots and let's go. We're going to start with the appetizers and move on to the main courses. That's usually how you do it. Uh, uh, just came out today. Hey, Drew, guess what? Marvel is destroying their history. Again? Again. I, you know what? Teasers for an event stating who really gave the Fantastic Four their powers. I mean... Marvel's going to alter its history in the comics again. 
I get like all you got. Mm. All right. They got their powers from cosmic rays going through space, right? Yeah. Okay. If all they're going to do is add some wrinkle that like it was intentional by some otherworldly being that made it happen, you're not really changing it. It's still the same and you can easily ignore it. So whatever. Yeah. I don't. It's. <sighs> These, you know what? I'm actually past the point of outrage with all this stuff. This yeah, is, oh yeah, I'm not. This it's, is just. It's comics. been a long time since I've been different quotes outraged about any of this stuff. This it's is just like it's, this really? is what they do, man. This is what they DC does it too. They you know throw the universe out and rebuild it again. Like yeah, I, I okay. at least when DC does it, they throw everything out and start again. Marvel's like it's a little piecemeal. Yeah, that's okay. It's fine. Go yeah. ahead. You know what? Go for it. Yeah, have Go have ahead. fun. Just, uh, yeah, can't be worse than Josh Trank. That's true. So you know, there you go. Oh god, that movie. See, I'm still in therapy because of that movie. <laughs> uh, Moving on. Oh jeez, just just oh, so bad, so so bad. It it was, but it's over now. They can't hurt you anymore. Yeah, they're and coming no, home. And no. We're not doing a commentary for that one, folks. No. Because there's bad no. movies better, that are fun to watch. To and, like, we'll do a commentary for the Roger Corman. Sure. Fantastic Four. That's fun to watch. And a better quality film than the Josh <laughs> Trank one. <sighs> okay. Moving on. Um, something potentially very exciting. Okay. For a property we have want to see adapted to live action for a long time. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 All right. Go ahead. Uh, Jumping Flash, actually. The original PlayStation launch game. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn <laughs> has signed a three-year deal with Legendary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legendary is a film and television production company. You know them. Um, so, we know why The Last Man is currently... In production. Yes. It's getting made. It's going to be a series on FX. Mm-hmm. Uh, fingers crossed. Here's hoping we get some form of saga. Maybe. Preferably a series on some like some sort of prestige format series well, show. HBO. I, I wonder if HBO. they're going <laughs> to... I wonder if they're going to adapt anything of his. He, keep in mind, Saga is co is co owned by Fiona Staples. Yeah. So this deal is for him. So I don't know the legalities of what they might have in you know in mind. Um, but uh, it could just be a developmental deal for him to develop properties for them. He you know he's he's famously done television. He he was writer on Lost. He was a showrunner on Under the Dome. He's got bona fides, so he might just be doing creative for legendary for a new new property. Just, just maybe. Let us hope. Sure, Let's sure, hope sure. And pray that we get some uh, some saga. Okay, so as alluded to earlier, we had a question posed to us earlier in this week by Alan of who would win a fight, uh, Liu Kang or Ryu? Because we all know it'd be Ryu. Um, sure, it would. and. It's kind of a timely question because the uh, the game awards, whatever. Yeah, the, does anyone take the, this seriously? The corporate sponsored trailer show. Yes, we'll, sh- we'll say. Yes, was aired, 
and we got some really cool stuff out of it. We did. Yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. First one being, uh, we finally got the announcement for Mortal Kombat 11. Yes. I, I, Mortal Kombat very, fans have been eagerly awaiting. Yeah. They, Neverrealm Studios, who produces and creates Mortal Kombat, is kind of, seems to be on a cycle now. They do a Mortal Kombat. They do an Injustice. Yeah. They, they test drive new mechanics and whatnot that they might want to introduce in Injustice, and then they refine them and put them in the next Mortal Kombat game. We saw with the uh, the interactable environments that were first introduced in Injustice, and they were put into Mortal Kombat 10, and then the gear system that was introduced in the last Injustice game, I'm suspecting will be kind of a new thing sure looks that for way for mortal Kombat 11 um now we've uh, folks if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time you know one of my passions is fighting games i love fighting games um between drew and i like we're very we come across this every once in a while and make our cases you know, we're, he's Coke, I'm Pepsi. Or <laughs> in this case, Drew is Mortal Kombat, I am Street Fighter. Now, that's not to say that I don't like Mortal Kombat. I do like Mortal Kombat. It's Hall of Fame. The franchise is legendary. That being said, to me, this trailer, while visually amazing, stunning, um, it just felt like Mortal Kombat's kind of become a parody of itself. To which I responded to you like, dude, it's been for a long time. But it's been a parody like, for a long time. It's it's never been this bad. Like well, dude, no, yeah. it, it, it it dude, it's just constant it just constantly one ups itself of, of ridiculousness. It's like I said, like they were kinda in the meaning like how can we be edgier than the edgiest edgelord? I'm not going to lie. Can we stab a guy in the face three times in one fight and through the chest like six times? To be fair, man, I, I wasn't even phased by it because it's just like that's what Mortal Kombat is. Yeah. It, that's what people expect out of it. It has to deliver that. But see, there's... Without it, you might as well display injustice. That's part of the, part of the Mortal Kombat charm. I think there's a point, though, where I'm not saying you can go too far, but I think there's a point where you get so over the top with the gore that it just becomes comical. Like I said, fatalities used to have a certain kind of poetry about them. And I, then I pointed out to you, yeah, until Mortal Kombat 3 came out and it got dumb. And they've kind of always tread, they've, they've treaded the line ever since. So Mortal Kombat 9 was more like a return to form where they... They kind of embraced the cheese and the over over the topness, but it also got serious again. Yeah, I didn't play ten, um, but eleven looks really really cool. So yeah, I'm I mean, looking forward to it. You know what I'm looking forward to now the most because they've done it in the past two games. Who are the guest characters going to be? Oh, Nether Realm Studios always has like a great guest character lineup, and you take them kind of separate from the story and whatnot. Oh, of yet course, they have their own like you know little spinoff story and whatnot. Um, it needs to be said, though, uh, for as awesome as the trailer was for MK11, uh, the song choice was abysmal. Um, just abysmal. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, ugh, just terrible. It, it terrible. definitely didn't feel... 
appropriate? It's not no. That, yeah, it's not that the song Ugh. was bad. It's just that it didn't feel right Ugh. there. No. Just, just, no. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> no. So, Stop it. do you think you'll be picking up Mortal Kombat 11? I don't know. I most likely I, will not be on the Switch. Yeah, uh, oh, contraire, mon frere. What? Yes, sir. Hitting all platforms, including Switch. Hmm. I'm sure graphically it will not look no, like that. <laughs> no. But uh, at the same time, it'll be fully portable and I can play it anywhere I want. That's so, true. I mean... You know, the Switch has, it's, again, you know, like, like, look at Doom. Did Doom on the Switch look as good as it does on the PS4? No. But when I'm in the thick of the game playing it, do I notice or care? No. I'm, I'm playing the game. I don't, I'm, I'm not sitting there studying textures and counting pixels and whatnot. So yeah. it's fine. Um, I don't know if I want to buy it or not. I, like I said, I skipped 10. It kind of weirded me out a little. Um, this one certainly looks really, really cool. But what I'm scared of is the learning curve. Uh, Mortal Kombat uh, it, it has grown in, compli- in complexity and whatnot. And I don't know if I'm up for the challenge of, of diving in them waters. You're well, a fighting game yeah. fan and you know you know how it is like if i you know i'm not gonna enjoy it if i'm not good at it and i if to, to get good at it i would probably have to play it quite a bit and really you know get in and get good it it depends on what your desired experience with the game is i think if you just want to like play through the story mode and play some like the side quests and stuff like that that doesn't really require like the grinding yeah. and the learning curve that would be required if you wanted to be like competitive and like online or in tournaments in the game. But that is in and of itself a full-time job Sure, uh, to do that. So it all depends on what, like if you just want to like get a good story out of it, dude, pick up the game. You're going to be good enough to get through the story. I was decent at nine. You can, you can pick up some bread and butter combos pretty quickly in those games and that can carry you through the story mode and, everything you need no nope, we'll see yeah but put put it on the i mean the second the, you jump online you're gonna run into a, yeah to a meat grinder that's what i'm afraid of and that's that's you know i that's a bad but thing. here's the thing though fighting online fighting games recently have been very good about skill matching okay like they're not gonna put you up against someone who's on like a 50 win streak and has you know however they do their ranking systems right if they kind of keep in line they're very good about keeping because that can they've learned that that can be a detracting experience for people who want to get in so one of of the many things it did wrong one of the things that did very well street fighter 5 when it first came out was kind of as you progressed up to the ranks you fought liked skilled people here's what i don't like and i've read some i've heard some things about it um one thing that's actually turning me off to maybe wanting to buy it uh warner brothers apparently likes to do loot boxes and other pay to play kind of stuff so like already pre-order to get shao khan like Really? Can I just get them later? Can, can, yeah, I, can I unlock? Like, come on, man. That's an unfortunate reality of fighting games now. Is you I don't do not, get a complete game. Yeah, see, from I, day one purchase. Yeah, I can't get. I can't get behind that. And, and loot boxes. Come on, man. Come on, man. Just 
This is where we're at now with well, these games. Come on, Mortal man. Kombat for a while has done in-game loot boxes where like you progress through a certain mode and you open up yeah, X amount, like yeah. the tomb. The, yeah, the crypt yeah. and all that. So that's not, it's not not a loot box, but you know, it's not like something you have to shell out actual real world money for. Mm. We'll see what, what develops. They, you know, they didn't do that. The biggest thing they did in the previous games was they had uh, new downloadable characters, but those weren't even available like day one. That's fine. I mean, extra characters later on is okay. Yeah. Um, but, but that pre-order to get Shao Kahn business, come on, dude. I mean, don't get me started. All right. Maybe. Maybe pile. Okay. Uh, the other really big thing, at least for us anyway, to come out of the, the corporate-sponsored game trailer show uh, <laughs> was that we are getting a sequel to probably the best Marvel Comics game ever made. That's Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Uh, we're getting Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Switch, and it's a Switch exclusive. Sure is. This is really exciting, because I played both the Ultimate Alliance games, yeah. and they were a comics fan's wet dream. Yeah. Uh, they were just fantastic. The roster, the characters, the gameplay was so fun. Um, it didn't, like... Now, I haven't played the Spider-Man PlayStation game yet. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I'm sure the experience is fantastic. It's not that I haven't not wanted to play. It's just that, you know, time and now, you know, lack Unfortunately, of funds. Yeah. spendable funds. Um, but, like, this, this game doesn't need that, you know, multi, multi-million dollar treatment for it to be good. It's fantastic the way it is. Like, even... Looking at the trailer, the visuals are nothing to write home about. They're almost like slightly better than a mobile game visuals, but I don't care because it's Ultimate Alliance. It's right. not meant to be that, you know, high res. It doesn't know, need to be photorealistic. It's a comic book game for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot of things about this are surprising. One, obviously, it's Switch exclusive. Yeah. And as you mentioned, it's Nintendo published. Yep. So that is a Switch exclusive. That is correct, sir. Um, second one is we are seeing X-Men in this. Wolverine was in there. Yeah. And Sentinels and Sentinels. So that's really cool. Spider-Man was in there. Well, Spider-Man's like rolled into the MCU now. So yeah, but the Sony factor is still kind of there. You know, yeah, it's the, still kind Sony, of Sony is just holding on to it so they can cash checks. Okay. They're okay. they're They'll make their venoms and whatever's <laughs> and whatnot. And <laughs> Morbius. Oh, with Jared Leto. <laughs> Which will because probably make all the money. Because for some reason, Venom made all the money. Oh, China. What are you doing? Uh, Ultimate Alliance, man. That's, that, that's, that's actually huge news. Because yeah. really, if you really look at the, uh, the Marvel phenomenon, right? Yeah. Those movies have made so much money. And like they're the biggest thing going. But for as big as they are... There really has not been any sort of movie tie-in video game of note in that time. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, in the, the early the, stages... The tie-ins stopped with Iron Man 2. I was going to say, like, in the early the phases, they, they tried, and they weren't very good yeah. or well-received, so they stopped. And since then, this thing has only gotten bigger and bigger, and there really hasn't yeah. been a... They've a, had mobile games. That's yeah, the extent. What, right. This is like, here, honest to God, Marvel 
video game. Yeah. Cool. And hopefully, like, hopefully it follows the trend of the previous Ultimate Alliance games where there will be multiple costume options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah, every yeah, character. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, Especially that first game. Any costume you could think of for any character was probably in there. Yeah, and I hope the roster is a little better than, than what we saw. It's a great roster as it is. It's it's your movie. It's it's the Avengers yeah. that you would expect from the movies. The the Guardians of the Galaxy from the movie, all there. Wolverine, Spider-Man. I saw Falcon in there. Yep. Like So that's all cool. I just hope, like, hey, Daredevil's in there. And like, hey, yeah. here's Moon Knight. Like, oh, oh our, they our, were both right. in the previous games. Yeah, I know they were. Here's, here's my hope. Because I saw, I think it was last month, for the longest time, you could get the first two games on PlayStation Store and Xbox Store. Mm-hmm. Then last month, they were just all of a sudden pulled off. Oh. So hopefully, Nintendo's we'll get a, a collection? switch re-release of those. That would be real nice. That would be real nice. Because you didn't play the first two, did you? I did not. I played X-Men Legends that preceded those games yes. with the same developer. So it started with X-Men Legends. Yeah. I really enjoyed X-Men Legends. And then it evolved into the Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Whatnot. yeah. X-Men Legends, but better and with all the Marvel characters. Yeah, man. That's that's huge. I hope I I hope that's a great game. I'm, I will be buying it. I will tell you that right now. Yeah. it's um, I'm really looking forward to it, too, to it as well. Um, so yeah, cool. All right. Speaking of Spider-Man. Hey. Uh, so we got a lot of trailers this week, Drew. We did. Uh, one trailer we were rumored to get was the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Didn't get it. Some people got it. Yeah. Brazil Comic Con got it. That's all, you know, well and good. Yeah. But also the, uh, the synopsis. It's weird. Came out for... Spider-Man Far From Home. I have, I have questions. Am I the only one not freaking out about the synopsis? I'm more aggravated, like, the whole costume thing. <laughs> I still don't mind the costume issues. Because exactly what I thought was going to happen is happening. Which is? it's annoying. Because he's buddy-buddy with Tony Stark now, that he means he stuff. has to have a new suit every movie. They got to sell them toys, no. man. No. I know. I know. It's okay. It's okay. Don't let it bother you. Let's go with it. Um... I, I here's the thing: the synopsis that we've been given is a translated synopsis from the Brazilian Comic Con. I need to hear this from the horse's mouth in English, please. Yeah. I'm not discrediting those of you that were at that Comic Con that are relaying this information. I just need a more vetted. So here's source. what we have. Uh huh. Go on. Well, no, Sony officially or Marvel officially released the synopsis. Oh, pretty much. So Spider Man is in Europe. Sure. Spring break uh, these, and whatnot. These things called elementals show up. You and, like they do. And uh, Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio. Yes. Is, teams up with Spider-Man. Okay. To defeat the elementals. And Quentin Beck is also, I don't know if he's part of S.H.I.E.L.D., but he is recruited by S.H.I.E.L.D. to team up with Spider-Man. We know we're getting Nick Fury in this movie. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Okay. So, yeah, everybody is freaking out that Mysterio is not a villain. Did you people see Winter Soldier, man? my prediction. The elementals are Mysterio's illusion. Oh, that's good. And he wants to build himself up. He sees that there's fame and fortune to be made. I didn't see that coming. That's good. Yeah. And being a quote-unquote hero. And why would he risk himself 
against actual villains when he can create villains that he can easily defeat because he created them and establish himself in that fame and fortune. I would like to subscribe to your newsletter, sir. Well, you know. I mean, dude, pe- pe- people are like freaking out about that. Dude, I'm like, you really folks, think they're not going to... It's, it's Mysterio. Right? <laughs> Misdirection. They're gonna, illusion. Yeah. They're going to fight. It. He's the villain. Yeah. Trust... Trust Kevin Feige. He steered you wrong yet? Not for nothing, though. Uh-oh. If it turns out I'm wrong... Yeah. And they make Mysterio a good guy... I might quit Marvel. Oh God! I might like just <laughs> might just do the Peter Griffin, be like done, and just leave. Oh, all right. Well, I think you're right. I think you're onto something there. At the very least, they're gonna fight by the end of the movie. Yeah. So yeah, because okay. it's like I, from what I understand, the Elementals are characters from the comics. They're, they're super they're obscure, or they're based on characters. Yeah, like there's a so, sand one, and he's not the Sandman. But yeah. He, yeah, yeah. So. What do we? What can we do that has some comic credibility, but we can kind of credit to Mysterio? Then we'll get these guys. I'm telling you, man, fishbowl or nothing. They're man. the illusion. Okay, so we have two more trailers to talk about. Okay, and might surprise you the one I'm saving for last. But Drew, let's talk about the Avengers Endgame trailer. Oh. Look at you. Well, it did come first, so maybe it did come fitting. first, but I don't think it was the superior of the of the two trailers we have left to talk about. Okay, that's the fair. The one that got me more excited that's was fair. the second one. Okay. Um we finally, after many, 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 many dates that were predicted by Alan for <laughs> the trailer to come out <laughs> that didn't come out. Uh-huh. Um, seems like the, uh, 63rd and a half time was the charm. Uh, we got the first teaser trailer for Avengers Endgame. There it is. The title. There it is. The title we, we all knew was going to be. So wait, you mean it's not secret invasion? No. You mean it's not annihilation? No. So you mean it's not disassembled? No. You mean it's not Avengers assemble? No. Oh. Endgame. The one they said in the movie. Gotcha. Um, this was a very conservative trailer. I think it has to be. Well, yeah, we're, uh, we're I, far off from the point of getting the goodies. I, well, I, I don't think that they want to show you the, or, or are able to show you the goodies yet. I think they need to save that because if they just go out in the trailer and says, oh yeah, by the way, everybody's back. Well, I mean, they, they can't do that. Yeah. We kind of assume they're Come playing on. it. We've got Black Panther 2. We've got Doctor Strange yeah. 2. We've got Spider-Man 2. But they can't. They all can't in various that. stages of production. No, I get that. Um, we got probably my favorite shot of the entire trailer was the Thanos armor on the Scarecrow. Which is from the comics. Right off the page from the Infinity Gauntlet yep. comics. Um, Just without... Uh, Pip, the, 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 yeah. the troll. And, yeah, and we, do, we, uh, <laughs> we are not going to get um, Adam Warlock and the Infinity Watch as much as I would no, love us to. Probably not. Um, oh, God, such a great opportunity. Because, like, can you imagine, like, you, you look at the roster of the Infinity Watch. You split off Drax and Gamora mm-hmm. from Guardians. That opens up 
new characters being able to be introduced in the Guardians. And then you've got this great other cosmic team. Oh, jeez. So so many things. <laughs> so many things we could have. Back but, to the trailer. Back, yeah, to, the back trailer. to the trailer. Come back. Um, Rest in peace, Captain Beard. Tony's in a bad spot. Yeah. Dying on a ship by himself. Yeah. Although I think Nebula was in a shot there for a minute. Uh, yeah. I so, think so they're as both well. dying in the ship? Maybe. Hmm. Um, I, from what I know, from everything I've heard, and I don't know how confirmable these sources are. This film takes place a couple of years. That's what I've heard after the last film. Yeah. I heard it's like a five year gap, which I think would be really interesting. That's uh, kind of wild. We get, uh, Hawk guy, uh, AKA in this Ronin. Yeah. Uh, digging the Ronin guard. I think, you know, you said that you need an explanation for why he's Ronin now. I think it's pretty obvious. If yeah, I think if I have to make an explanation, I'm like, dude lost his family. Yep, and he's pissed off at the Avengers for not stopping it. Sure. So he's leaving everything affiliated with the Avengers behind. Not to mention that Hawkeye is technically he's not allowed to be Hawkeye by the Accords or whatnot. Yeah, he took the plea deal and went home. So, yeah. so why not become a ninja? Ninjas are cool. Ninjas are cool. Um, so yeah, we've got some dialogue from Cap and and still not redheaded again, Black Widow. Yeah. I get it in the last one, you're hiding out, you're yeah. on the run. Not so much in this one. Although Cap is back in his uh Winter Soldier shield garb. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, Again, it's a, it's a teaser at best. Yes, absolutely. There's, we, we there's find out that lot. Shuri is also missing. That yes. We, um, Peter Parker is missing. If only they knew. Yeah. And um, Scott Lang he's, is missing. He's not missing. He's just far from home. Oh, 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 oh. oh. See what I did there. But, but, the, but, but he is. I know. Um, but yeah, Scott Lang shows up. Sure does. Just knocking on the door. I wonder how he got out of the quantum realm. I'm going to say Puck. Um, better idea. Luis. And we get a scene with Luis explaining how we got him out of the quantum realm. Okay. I'm in. Yeah, sure. More Luis is good. More Luis is very, very good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Ant-Man's going to save the universe, Carl. <laughs> Did you see that that meme that's going around? Like the character you thought uh-huh. was going to show up and save the Marvel universe, Captain Marvel. The character that's actually going to save Mar- just Scott Lang on in jeans and jacket. Ah, so yeah, looks good. Um, like I said, they can only show you so much. Yeah, um, I think it's by design, and we have months to go, and I think we're going to get more as we lead up. Oh, obviously, so, this not is the, to worry. It's the next film. We get it in April. Mm-hmm. We're not that far off from it. We really I aren't. Mean, we're halfway through December now. But you know who wasn't in that trailer, Carl? Who was not in you the You just trailer? mentioned Captain Marvel was not in that trailer. Well, no. Actually, no, yeah. Captain Marvel is the next film, and then after that. We got that trailer, Avengers. too. That was last week. Was we it? talked about that. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She wasn't in the trailer. No. I'm curious. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. We'll probably see stuff, trailers, commercials, whatnot with her and him after her movie drops. Okay. So, yeah. 
Oh, Drew. Mm-hmm. Time to move on to, pun intended, the biggest trailer uh, of the week. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's pretty big. We got a brand new trailer for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. We did. And it has... Remember that game? Remember King of the Monsters? Yeah, for they, Neo Geo. They should, make, they, should, they should make a new one. They, you know, we've had this conversation numerous times. War of the Monsters. You can get it for your PlayStation 4. It's a PlayStation 2 game. Imagine Twisted Metal mm. with Kaiju. Okay. But but King of the Monsters, though. King of the Monsters, I'm I'm willing to make a safe bet that I've played it more recently than you. Not necessarily as great as you remember. Let's make a new one and make it as great. Okay, I'm all for that. There you go. But I'm just saying. That's what, that's what, I, that's what I'm getting at. Everything that you imagined a game like King of the Monsters would be is in more of the monsters. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Godzilla, King of Monsters. Uh, I'm not going to say all the monsters, but we're getting almost all the monsters. We, we, I know a few that are in there for sure, but I, based on that trailer, I think there are more that I did not anticipate. Yes. I don't know who they are, but there's more of them. Yeah. Um, so let's do what we have confirmed. Okay. Godzilla, obviously. Obviously. And he's looking a little more spry than he was in the first movie. Well, you know, he's getting back in the shape when I got <laughs> he woke, on the treadmill. Woke up, hit yeah. the gym. Yep. Okay. Lifting the weights. Sure. Uh, well, you know, he got had a hard, harder time than he probably should have against a couple, you know, mm. flying leeches yeah. in the last movie. Um, so, we have Mothra. Mothra. Uh, Rodan. Rodan. Um you have to forgive me this because I don't want to bury the lead, but uh, King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah, Godzilla's arch nemesis. Yes. Um, uh, the, who's the turtle? It's not the turtle you think it is. It's, okay. it's, it is not Gamera. Okay. Gamera would be cool, but yes. it's not Gamera. Well, we got to save some. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Toho owns Gamera. That's why... It's not Gamera. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, there's a couple others in there. Um, and there's some, some kind of insectoid monster that, that I saw its legs jump out of the ground yep. in that trailer, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're, uh, all I knew going into the movie or leading up to it was that Rodan, Mothra, King Ghidorah, and Godzilla. And, yeah. I, like, it, like, it, and that, that alone is like, oh, okay. okay, cool. Oh, no. There's more. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Just... Yeah. Give me, give it, give it all to me, give it all to me. Yeah, it just looks so freaking great. Um, somehow, Eleven from Stranger Things is going to stop the ball. <laughs> you know, I don't see that happening. I don't know what what the deal is with that. I mean, I I, I do like the fact that um, it seems that they're look. I p- people like the crap on Godzilla. Um, the first one with Brian Cranston and it was and great. I thought it was a great movie, but people liked the crap on it because they didn't want the human characters. They wanted Godzilla, more Godzilla. That's I a fair. It's a fair critique. It, it is, but at the same time, it's like I, I thought for the movie that we got, it was more yeah. than fine. It was yeah, very it was good. Certainly better than the last American Godzilla. Oh, movie we, got. we don't we don't talk about that, please. Yeah. Um, so, but it does look like what they've done is kind of heard that sentiment and said, okay. Well, here's some here. Here's here's the human characters again, but 
here's all the monsters. Yeah. And we're, and you're going to see them fight a yep. lot. Okay? Human, okay. The human element in this feels so small. I mean, in the, in the face of what it, it is, what could it... I mean, come on. We're, yeah. We are the buzzing of flies to him. <laughs> <laughs> There's that scene in the trailer where they're like, you know, so what's Godzilla would be like our pet? And then uh, uh, Ken Watanabe says like, no, no. we'd be his. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. So, yeah. Um, when does this one come out? It's got to be a summer. March, film. I think. March? Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, March or May. I know. Um, hang on. Let me verify find well let me, let me find the things while you elaborate elaborate carl oh elaborating um so yeah this is uh the second and at least three planned films the third one will be godzilla versus king kong and hopefully we'll get some sort of mecha godzilla on that one that's my hope because i've always i've always thought mecha godzilla is cool okay hang on i got it and let me just point this out how stupid this is by the way i'm looking at um i googled godzilla king of the monsters uh it's going to be released on may 31st 2019 somehow somehow for a movie that does not come out until may 31st of next year it has a 6.4 out of 10 on imdb what 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 is that well, you know. How is that May 31st, girl? There's, there's your answer. As I'm dumbfounded by having a score for a movie that's not even out yet. Okay, <laughs> Maybe they're just sure. scoring the trailer. You better score it higher than that, son. Or <laughs> <laughs> score it just as a trailer. Um, oh. Yeah. So, mm, it looks so good. Yeah, pretty it cool. It looks so Pretty cool. Good. I'm excited about it. Do you think we'll get Godzuki? No. <laughs> Let me, let me stop you right there. No. But, ha, you know... The, the scrappy-doo of the kaiju. I... I you... Uh, I, let's let's get this one... I don't want to say let's get it out of the way, because I, I, I want to see it very badly. Um, I want to see how Godzilla is going to manage to take out King Ghidorah. I have to assume Rodan and Mothra will be allies to Godzilla. Yeah. Um, And other monsters, I again, I have no idea how all this is going to go down, but... uh. The next one after that, this King Kong thing, it just, I don't... You're not a fan of Kong. I'm not a Kong... Well, hang on. Kong is fine in his place. His place isn't fighting Godzilla. They're going to size him up, and, the, you know, they're, and that that's that's what I don't like about it. Like, that's not King Kong. King Kong is... He's this big. You're, you're, just because you want to do this weird crossover, you're going to find a reason to make him this big. Well, I mean, uh, Godzilla right. has fluctuated he in has. size That's over the years, very fair dramatically enough. in some. Fair enough, but the instances. point. But the point I always I made to you the other day, and I stand by it. The iconic image of Godzilla, or of I'm sorry, of King Kong, is King Kong climbing the Empire State Building and you know being on top of it. That's an iconic image. Yep. If they size him up to where he's going to be Godzilla sized, he will be bigger than the building. <laughs> That's silly, but it's all silly. <laughs> None of these things exist, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, do we get more giant monsters fighting each other? Yes. yes. Okay, good. I'm in. But now that you said it, I don't King Kong, yeah, whatever. Give me Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> I need to see that in an updated awesome form. I want the updated version I want to see is like five smaller 
robot monsters combined to form like a Godzilla. Wow. Give me full blown. You're going Voltron Super Power Rangers style. Sentai, uh-huh. Voltron, Combiners. <laughs> Give that to me. Sure. Why not? So, yeah. All right. Whew. Drew, that was the news. It's exciting. That was the news. That was, oh, so much good stuff this week. Too much. So much good stuff. Well, the past couple of weeks have been very light. Very, well, they were saving it. And, very you know. non-eventful. Then they gave it to us all. But on to other things, such mm. as the rustling of the papers, at least on my end. Well, I don't um, want to offend you with my <laughs> symbolic audio medium papers that aren't actually my notes. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are on episode five, five of Daredevil. I didn't write down the title this time. Hang on. I have the internet. <laughs> I mean, it's good for the internet. It gives us so much things. It taketh away, too. It taketh away many, many things. Okay. Dare Devil. There it is. Season three. Where are you? All episodes. Boom. Season three. Episode five. The Perfect Game. Yes, indeed. So as we open up, we find that Dex has a little bit of OCD. Does he? A little bit. Is that what you got out of this? Uh, we also find well, out, in the, we also in find the intro, out that yeah, in the beginning of it when he's putting everything back and adjusting the handle of the coffee cup to be facing exactly all the other ones. I didn't pick up on that. Hmm. Okay. Um, what we did also find out is that uh, there was no corpse in that cab as they pull up from the river. No, no corpse. So, again, Matt lives. But yep. Matt's also been framed. Yes, because FBI is looking for Matt because Fisk just said, you know, I had a partner, an accomplice, and it's Matt Murdock. That could be problematic. That could be. Um, Fisk, the, the scene is, is very interesting in the beginning because Fisk, like this whole time the FBI is talking to him, he's just focused on, uh, Dex because he is having the beginnings of a thought. He sees, Fisk is obviously very good at getting people under his thumb, especially those that can benefit him. And clearly, he's already seen Dex in action. Yeah. And I think he's picked up on, very quickly, mind you, that there's also something about this guy that's not quite right and just ripe for the picking, like a little scab that he can pick at to get what he wants. And we definitely learned about that in this episode, because this episode... Typically, we have two episodes in the season that kind of go back and focus on a character's background... Uh, one of them I feel is just unnecessary. The other one, this Disagreed, one, I feel is just fantastically done. It is. If I and if I have any gripes about it, it's that I in the comics, me, me, comic book guy, bullseye, I'm comic book guy. Too. I know, I know, but you know, in the comics, not to sound like that guy, but there I am. Uh, he's kind of like bullseye is kind of like the Joker in that. Any origin you might have heard or any alias he might have given you, 
you have to consider how unreliable the narrator is in that situation. Gotcha. So Bullseye has given many versions of his origin, and how true any of them are is kind of up in the air. Likewise, a lot of his names and aliases are probably bogus too. So the fact that he has like an official yeah. designation here feels a little like it's it, it, it's fine in the show. It totally works. Yeah. I'm not besmirching it because they do a great job. I love what how they do it. It's just you know a little bit of that mystique is lost when you have something kind of etched in stone. Yeah, um, but still like what an etching. Oh yeah, dude. They again they do a tremendous job. I love I love this whole like him throwing the baseball against the wall as a kid like yep. over and over again and it just keeps making the little dent in the wall bigger and bigger. It's like dude, he's been hitting that same spot over and over and yeah. over, and you get an idea like, okay, he's got some proficiency here. Yep, and find me, I defy you, sir, to find me a little league coach who's going to pull a kid who's working on a no hitter, <laughs> who's working on a perfect game. Uh, if I've learned anything from sports in my lifetime, it's that there is definitely a coach that's stupid. In every sport, there's a coach that dumb. That's fair. In fact, I'd venture to say most of them are that dumb. <laughs> the good ones are the exception to the Actually, rule. I apologize. Yeah, I, mentioned, I mentioned earlier my friend Jim. I asked him uh, while I was watching this episode because I know he coaches his son's Little League team. I'm like, would you ever pull a kid in the middle of a no-hitter? He's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> Like, Jim's a baseball fan to begin with. He's like, no, you don't, you don't mess with that. You don't touch that. Um, but we get something that we really wanted, not necessarily in the way that we wanted it, but we still get it in that we get the bullseye emblem. Briefly. Yeah. Um, on his little baseball hat. Yeah. Yeah. But fine. I, spoilers. That's as close as we get for the season. Yeah. Unfortunately. But, well, <laughs> Carl, I was about to say we might get it later on, uh, but, but no, yeah, we're not going to get it later on. I really like the way this entire sequence was filmed. It is one of the most visually beautiful sequences in the series. What, Fisk kind Fisk of watching learning his past? about Dex. Yeah. Just like the black and white... The way they're handling the moments, it just, it was really well done. And this, this is primarily Dex's episode. Yes. Yes, it is. Because not only do we get a lot of background on Dex, we also get Dex and Julie. Um, Yeah. Finally. About that. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, Dex is obsessed He's a creeper. A little bit. A little, little bit. A little bit. Mm. Dedicated fan of Julie. Yeah. And so they finally end up on a date, and it goes horribly, horribly wrong. Well, don't be a creeper, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, he's a psychopath. And, it, it like, this is cliche. It, I don't want to say it's cliche, but, like, they definitely do a... I don't know if this is intentional, but everyone calls him Dex. Yeah. He has a very Dexter Morgan origin in a way. 
As in, like, the show, Dexter? Yes. I never watched it. So. Oh, okay. Well, it, it started off great. It ends terribly. Okay. But uh, in that, you know, he's a, he's a an orphaned kid um, with a murderous tendency who is enabled by an authority figure to hide hide or control that tendency to a degree. So rather than put the kid in an institution where he probably belongs... Yeah, they both in both instances, uh, he is mm, allowed to be the way he is with caveats to make him appear normal to the other people. And he's enabled by a, a, a person of authority. In Dexter Morgan's case, his stepfather, uh, his adopted father, I should say. And then in Dex, uh, Dexter Poindexter's uh <laughs> Uh, case here in Daredevil, uh, his therapist. Yes, maybe uh, they should have, you know, seen the writing on the wall and 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 you know, put him yeah. away. <laughs> he killed his baseball coach because he could. I mean, come on, man. So, I think um, this is definitely Dex's episode. The Karen also has a strong presence in this episode, and this she is yeah. part of a scene that reminds us how powerful Fisk is without Fisk being any part of the scene. And it's when she confronts what's the dude's name? I'm looking it up now. Uh, give me just a moment. You could do some filler for me y'all asked about them bloopers this is what this is what they sound like huge did adam <laughs> you uh, threw off the rhythm of the show yeah. <laughs> when when she confronts uh felix manning mm. in the bar mm-hmm. and she thinks no said rex manning this <laughs> is rex manning day it's rex manning day <laughs> um google that one kids yeah she thinks she's holding all the cards and she's playing all the cards mm-hmm. and then felix just flips on it and gives her like a quick bio rundown and says i don't fix problems for mr fix i make them disappear Mm -hmm. so we are giving a chilling reminder of how powerful fisk is without him even being involved in the scene um and i think she has uh really good moments in this episode well she certainly gets something off her chest yeah especially at the end with uh with foggy uh yeah she's been kind of carrying the secret around since season one yeah finally confessing to the murder of um wesley wesley yeah Mur- you know yeah. he did kidnap her and yeah it was i it's self-defense i'm by no means a lawyer but i feel that would definitely fall under self-defense um but yeah so the episode ends on like a really um solid point where we see that matt actually evaded the fbi he did only to find out that he is now wanted by wanted. The <laughs> there's there's a bolo not a bogo but a bolo bolo be on the lookout ah for matt i thought you meant like a bolo tie i'm like oh god that's, no, that's no. a terrible look yeah it is <laughs> Unless you're Grandpa Simpson. 
Yeah, yeah. we got we got to wait till we get to a certain age and we can rock that. The bolo, yeah. The sweatpants with the slippers and the the long sleeve. To this day, one of the the most insane things I've ever seen is that post game interview by Philip Rivers where he came out in the bolo tie. (laughs) What are you doing, guy? Take take stones to be able to do that. (laughs) That's a choice right there. (laughs) So, what'd you think of this episode? Oh, it's great. This episode's fantastic. Again, the the bowl. I mean, I I might be biased in that I've been waiting for so long to get a bullseye. You know, a a, a proper really dive bullseye, into bullseye yeah. and we get it, and it's great. It's well executed, like you said. I like the way they did it. I like the way they did the reveal. Um, they hold again. It's not. You know, it's an origin of bullseye. And in fairness, him being a baseball player is one of the ones that he has relayed yeah. in his past in the comics so that i dig although in the comics uh he was a minor league baseball pitcher when he killed uh, another player on purpose allegedly well he's just overachieving in this one then yes but anyway yeah. uh no i loved it it's great this season, so, that, that's kind of a theme of this whole season yeah it's great yeah <laughs> yeah it's really great uh, might be the best episode we've had so far yeah um the season's been pretty pretty good, but I think from here on out, it kind of steps on the gas and doesn't oh, really let up. go. Yeah. All right. I, I, dare I say this season avoids the dreaded mid-season slump? See, I think it's not a multi-episode slump, but it's definitely a one-episode slump, for me at least. Okay, well. Um, so, yeah, that does it for us this week. Yeah, that's it. Been a big episode this week, folks. We appreciate you sticking with us. Um, If you want to communicate to us, send us any questions or comments to be read on the show, you can do so at the following locations. Follow us on Twitter at Devil's Due Pod. You can go to Facebook.com slash Devil's Due Pod. Toss our page a like. Um, You can email us at the Devil's Due Pod at gmail.com. Or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, the devil's do podcast.com. And as we are in the holiday season and oh. we're coming up on Christmas folks, if you want to give us a little Christmas present, uh, <laughs> toss us a review on iTunes or be sure to share our new episode post. Uh, we appreciate all, all of you who do that on a regular basis. Uh, we could definitely use some more of it and thanking you in advance. Sincerely, Carl and drew. There you go. <laughs> So, Drew, before we get out of here, do you have any closing statements? Oh. No. No. <laughs> we covered it all today. Sonic we, we steroids. Oh, God. What, 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 what are they? Go, Google the Sonic the Hedgehog poster, folks. You'll, you'll, you'll <clears> see it. And you'll just, like, like the rest of us, question your life. Swolonic. Uh, yeah. Swolonic. Uh, uh. That, 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 yeah, it's horrifying, yeah. horrifying. All right, folks, that does it for us. We appreciate you stopping in and joining us again. We'll see you next week. Court is adjourned.